So today's guest uh, is somebody that I found whilst Googling and falling down many various self-care rabbit holes. And I kept coming across the same name, Tony Wrighton, and he was all about vitality, energy, biohacking, low histamine diet, lots of things that I hadn't heard of, but I was really curious about. And I'm so lucky to have got him today here in the studio. Hi. To talk to me. I'm glad you Googled me. Thank you. Yeah, you are my first Google hero. Like I've been fangirling you online. And so I wanted to know, really, the truth is, where's the beginning of your journey? How did it all start? Well, firstly, I've been fanboying you as well. You know, your, your TikTok lives you know million million views not followers views <laughs> um i first got into all of this i mean i've been studying nlp for almost 20 years but then i went to the jungle on holiday and i got very ill and i came back and i had three months in bed i got this virus and the doctors couldn't work out what it was turns out it was actually quite similar to long covid the effects that i had after that virus but then i had three months in bed and i was TV presenter at the time at Sky, and I thought, you know, if I ever get out of this, it'd be great to do a podcast about energy because I don't have any at the moment. So that's how it started, really. Uh, so you started off by mentioning NLP. That was yeah. before you went to the jungle. That was that was ages ago. Yeah, right, and yeah. what is that? That is neuro-linguistic programming, and I'm an author on neuro-linguistic programming. It's a, a study of how people do things well. It's a set of communication techniques on how you communicate with yourself and other people. Sounds like a winning lottery ticket. Like literally, somebody gives you a yeah. template on this is how it works. Yeah. This is what you should do to make it work. I mean, I think it is. Uh, yeah, so the reason I got into it is not because I wanted to write books or do podcasts or anything else, but I felt like I needed something myself. Okay. You know, before we started, you and I would talk about therapy a little bit. Yeah, and, and I yeah. went down a rabbit hole and I found NLP. And I just found it for me. I, I definitely sort of needed something. That's so great, especially, and I say this, with huge respect for men to discover mm. self-care is often a bit of a stumbling block. You know, women are more in, inclined, I suppose, to talk to their friends about stuff and try and get things out in more common ways. Not quite therapy always, but they have got their tools. Whereas I feel men have often struggled personally about it rather than openly. So for you to find something like that for yourself, it was a really probably a great open door for you to open your feelings up. And it's been like the layer, the layers of an onion as well, you know, over the years, peeling back more layers. I mean, uh, without therapy, there's no way I would be doing most of the things I'm doing in my life, including having a family and being happily married and everything else. I needed all of that really? to, to put my, my ducks in a row and, and get my life sorted out, really. Wow. Yeah. So the jungle was almost the... Yeah inciting incident yeah, let's say oh god yeah it was bad yeah i couldn't even walk down the street what yeah what 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 what, um, what what it was like incapacitated like physically you couldn't walk down the street post viral symptoms like a lot of people with long covid meant i just ached so much and i didn't have any energy i was napping three or four times a day a bit like chronic fatigue or me right. you know i had these sort of symptoms and doctors just couldn't figure it out so i was desperate for some help and I thought, well, I've trained in NLP, I'll find an NLP practitioner. And I found someone who specialised in fatigue NLP, but also tapping. Have you heard of tapping? Yes, I yeah. have. Have you? I've only heard of tapping yeah. again through my self-care journey this yeah. year. And I've got my tapper. Oh, great. And I do a little yeah. bit of tapping and yeah. it's brilliant, yeah. Well, emotional freedom therapy is amazing. I wasn't, you know, I mean, I, I sat down with this guy and he, was, he started tapping on me like this. And within 10 minutes, I sort of started crying. 
And then I I started thinking, I'm going to be all right. And it, it wasn't an instant recovery, but over the period of a year working with him and everything else, I started to get better because I was releasing all this emotion that was connected to my physical symptoms. So that was genuinely part of the mm. the illness that you, the one that you couldn't walk down the street with. Yeah. And so this then me- meant what? You started this philosophy of finding energy and yeah. vitality. Because I'm into all, everything. I'm, you know, I mean, we've just gone super deep really I quickly. I'm that's, sorry. That's a credit to your interview skills that you've got me talking about <laughs> crying and opening up within 10 minutes of chatting. Straight in there. <laughs> but I'm also into all the fun stuff like face masks and saunas and cold water swimming and everything else Now, well. that is right up my street yeah. and I definitely do want to talk about that. And is that... So, to, to think about how you branch your sort of philosophy. Mm. You've got biohacking, you've got low histamine diet, you've got zestology, which is about finding vitality in your life and you've got your podcast where you're obviously exploring new things as well all of those things combined how do you what's the order that you discovered them in what was the first thing that you got ill what was the first thing that made you start feeling better the tapping um the tapping and you know really sort of a lot of biohacking which you just mentioned is optimizing mind and body and it can often be really quite good fun um, it, it's anything from, you know, changing your diet to trying a different supplement to trying a, a gadget or a lifestyle practice or some Wim Hof breathing and yeah. cold water swimming or whatever it might be. But sometimes you just need something a bit deeper. So for me, uh-huh. I needed to address a few of my demons, uh-huh. which, you know, I mean, actually getting ill was all linked to deeper stuff, which needed to come out. OK. So, yeah, the deep stuff, yeah. the sort of the stuff that requires some therapy. And then a bit of cold water swimming as well. And so you kept all of that in your life or have you got rid of some yeah, of it along the way? It. I mean, honestly, all the time I'm doing, uh, yeah, my life is, if you came to my house, you'd think it is quite an unusual place. Oh, wow. I, I love the thought yeah. of that because I'm Mrs. Gadget Queen. I mean, I will, any fad I've tried, you know, I yeah. love it. And I think I put it down to being curious mm. more than anything, but all like just wanting to know what is that? What's that? What's that thing do? What, you put it on your face and it does this? You know, I think I've always had that interest in knowing things that I don't know yeah and that's possibly where this whole self-care experience has been leading me but when I read about what you're working on what I've really found really positive is that it's it's not one size fits all so much but it is a kind of there's a general ethos about what you're promoting which says anyone can do it it is for everyone it's not just for people who are depressed or people who've got anxieties or people who have disabilities it's got it's got this sort of inclusion and i can't quite work out what it is that you, is that you what is your usp so to speak well i think it's, it's quite interesting you mentioned that actually because a lot of the things that you'll encounter and i know you're on this whole journey recording this podcast some stuff costs a lot of money doesn't it yeah it does that's it the does. difficult thing so my ethos is some things do cost money and it's worth it but let's always try and find something that's free or virtually free at the same okay. time hey so what's your yeah. favorite hack um, I've got a good one for you, okay. which you could do in your kitchen. Right. And that is, have you heard this theory about red light in the evenings? No. Oh, haven't you? Oh, no. okay. Well, even from an evolutionary perspective, for millions of years, humans just looked at the campfire in the evenings. So we didn't have any artificial light. And then, you know, the light bulb was created. And all of a sudden we were staying up later in the evenings and we weren't sleeping as well. And that is because we only start to make melatonin when our bodies think it's nighttime. And if you've got lights like we've got here in this studio on here today, and we were recording at 10 o'clock at night, 
-huh. our bodies wouldn't be making any melatonin at all because we would still think it's daylight. So that's an issue right. because when we make melatonin, we sleep better, we recover better, we're healthier the next day and all the rest of it. So what I've got is I've got two switches in my kitchen uh -huh. and one switch switches on the red evening lights and it's so calming, it's beautiful. You turn, you turn off the white lights in the evening, you turn on the red lights and it costs me less than 10 pounds to do. No way. Yeah, because I just bought some um, theatre grade camera gels. Wow. <laughs> but basically lighting gels, cut them into little strips and put them over the top of the light bulbs. And that made a difference. Yeah, that makes it just red in the evening in the kitchen. And, you know, I've heard of light yeah. therapy and this is this would be part of that, wouldn't it? But you're making... you're. Like a DIY version it's of doing it. I'm going to send you on WhatsApp a picture of my kitchen tonight. <laughs> yeah, please do. It looks a bit like a brothel. I'm not sure. Oh I'm not sure if you can use that bit in the Orcs. podcast. <laughs> uh, I won't show it to the kids, but I do get what you're saying. There are some things that are maybe just within reach that we could all yeah. do yeah. that just makes you feel like that sounds a bit like a treat. You know, yeah. I I remember the first time I put like little bit of extra lighting that wasn't necessary in my kitchen and I used to look forward to switching that light on because it it's just a feeling that you're trying to create for yourself that makes you know things that you know you are looking after yourself even if it's as superficial as you know buying some fairy lights to put around yeah. the kitchen well the other thing you can do is we we put on red light glasses every evening so they're actually called blue light blocking glasses. If you Google blue light blocking glasses, you'll find these glasses that are basically orange filtered. And the last hour in the evening, we'll wear them. And especially if you're doing what most people do in, in, in this world, and that is listening to their look at their look phone, at their the phone screens. Night, yeah. Then you'll you're lasting at night, you're getting very bright light. Um, so you put on the red light glasses, and actually it's, you know, it makes the screen much redder but then your body starts to make melatonin, you can start to sleep a lot easier. When you turn out the light, you go to sleep easier. Amazing. I've got so many friends who suffer from sleep problems and I've often thought of different things to suggest, but there's just yeah. I've never considered that. So these are glasses you just buy. They're, they're so cheap. I mean, you can they look like, you can get really unstylish ones. You look like lab glasses, you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, like you're going to do a chemi chemistry experiment. But um, don't try and wear one. them on the tube or when you're out to dinner. Right, but, right. Uh, no, I, have, no, no. I have worn them out before. That You get some strange looks. I, I love an accessory. <laughs> I'll have a look for that one. Don't yeah. worry. So these are, so, so with the biohacks especially, there is some fun to be had. And it's also, it is so interesting when you find something that works for you. Yeah. Um, with the low histamine diet, for example, oh, yeah. which is where I found you, because I was sneezing a lot and I was thinking, what is this? You know, is it hay fever? A lot of allergy-related symptoms. Ten people tend to just take an antihistamine tablet and think that's and that's actually suppressing it rather than releasing and getting yourself better. That's what I was led to believe. What is it that you found really improved your gut life using the low histamine diet? Yeah. Well, I, like a lot of people, had sort of a lot of unexplained symptoms. Not the big stuff I got in the jungle, but for years I've had a bit of a dodgy gut and every once in a while I wouldn't feel great and I couldn't work out why. Uh -huh. And having exhausted every other avenue, you know, tried giving up milk and tried giving up gluten and all the rest of it, yeah. discovered this concept called the low histamine diet and histamine intolerance. And honestly, Sinetra, within about an hour, I felt better. No. Eating low histamine. I mean, I just straight away started to feel better. I don't understand what you. So you just you just chose foods that didn't have histamine in. That them. was the first step. Yeah. So we've just been ordering lunch for after this podcast, haven't we? Yeah. It, you'll notice that I didn't order the tuna salad. 
No, I did. I know, because it's, it's, it's very high histamine, that. Now, I would have thought that's healthy. I know, but it's high histamine because a lot of fish is high histamine, but the longer that it sits there, the more histamine it accumulates. So fish that has been freshly caught and uh -huh. then frozen, for example, absolutely fine. Fish, the fish that's been sitting in the shop for a few days, yeah. high histamine. So, oh, yeah. so histamine just collects. It can, it can build, yeah, it can build. In it. So that's why you have to avoid leftovers if you're on the low histamine diet as well. Honestly, my, it's, it's all what the delicious What can you eat? Things. What do you eat? Listen, the, the worst thing is that red wine is the highest histamine thing in the world, and I love red wine. <laughs> so I, But I gave it up and I feel better. Do you know what I mean? And it's have you like, not gone back I ever? I just don't. I just don't drink So it. hang on. So you eliminated histamine out of your diet yeah. and that... no no i didn't eliminate it I, I cut it you can't eliminate it right you yeah. can't so histamine is something that's pre... is it back is it bacteria histamine present? is present in every cell in the body right and there are foods and food contains histamine and also some foods encourage your body to release histamine in the body so this is something that i think you know anyone who has seasonal allergies could benefit from a lower histamine diet over spring and, and when those allergies come up. But then something like you with the stuffy nose, for example, I, I really want to know what happens if you, just for three days, cut out, can you cut out all booze for three days? Yeah, I can cut up. Do you know, booze yeah. is funnily enough one of the easiest things. Okay, great. Chocolate and sugar is the harder one Oh yeah, for chocolate's, me. chocolate's bad. Chocolate's very high histamine. All chocolate. White chocolate's sort of okay. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can do we that. We can work with white chocolate. <laughs> um, avocados, you're going to have to cut them out. So such healthy foods that we've been told to yeah. encourage to buy. And tomatoes. Do you know what Indian food is based on? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like no tomato sauce, though, which is sort of uses carrot and red pepper and stuff like that. Instead. Okay, so you yeah. tell, you're telling me to cut out avocado, alcohol and tomatoes as an open and tuna and, and fish. Just for just for three days, see if you feel better. And none of this is forever. I eat all of those things sometimes. sometimes right. I don't really have red wine. But, but the I fish? Also, I mean, I've got something in my bag here, which is... It's a supplement. You take it before you're going to eat a high histamine meal or you're going to have a couple of drinks and you're sort of okay. It's great. This is so another hack. There are, are workarounds. You're hacking yeah. within your philosophy. Yeah. I love that. Well, that, that sounds like a... That, I would actually, just to see what you're saying, mm. if it did make an... Because the truth is, people don't know if they have got a histamine tolerance or what their histamine tolerance is yeah. until they try it. So basically what you're suggesting is if people were to give three-day diets ago yeah. to see if they felt any difference mm. it would be the indicator that they did have a histamine issue yeah. is that what you're saying i think so i mean it, the weird thing about histamine is it's quite sort of you know you're right people think avocados and fish that's healthy yeah. and i think that's why i started this histamine intolerance instagram as a side project and you just wouldn't believe the amount of people that message me every day wow. because people are grappling with it but there's a lot of people who suffer from it and then there are links with long COVID as well. So I think a lot more people over the last couple of years have started to realise that they've got histamine intolerance issues as well. Right. But yeah, it's just worth trying. You know, it's, it really is. If you've got sort of stuffy nose, sort of eye issues. Sneezing. Skin issues. So much. So many skin issues. I used to have dreadful like skin problems, hands, feet, sometimes on my face as well. That was all related to histamine. And that's mostly gone now. I mean, it's real detective work, what you've done. It is, yeah, yeah. It, it's, it suits my sort of quite geeky nature. I love it. And, <laughs> and, and, and you know, one of the whole reasons of me doing this podcast is to try and expose things that don't get the kind of airtime they deserve. Mm. And I feel like maybe we're, we're a little bit ahead of the curve here talking about something that maybe yeah. people will 
cotton on to more down the line. So with your, with your, I suppose your philosophy again being about vitality and energy, when do you have down days or don't you have down days? Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, absolutely. And the and sometimes it's because of the histamine. But um, I think that's probably, you know, sometimes when you have issues, whether it's physical issues, health issues or mental health issues, mm -hmm. that can be a catalyst for sort of improving, can't it? Yeah. And I'm sure I wouldn't be into all this healthy stuff and do a podcast if I hadn't ever, you know, been ill in the first place or hadn't ever had any problems and had to sort of reflect on that. It's sort of a gift in some way. It didn't feel like it at the time, but... I yeah, I just would have sailed through life and still be eating burgers and. So you did lead a very <laughs> average life before. You were eating burgers and you yeah. were like oh, drinking and at night exactly. and going I mean, to sleep when you wanted to. I'm going to the cricket with my mates next week, and they will all roll their eyes when they go to the bar and they get five pints and like a vodka and soda water for Tony. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? No problem with that at all. So you, you, you found a compromise that works for you, yeah. which keeps you mentally and emotionally sort of in a good place. And that's yeah. that's all we could ask for, to be honest. Yeah, and that's really what you're trying to do with this podcast, isn't it? You totally. know, like just getting healthy physically, mentally, emotionally. That's the important thing. Totally. And I think people have to pick, it's like a pick and mix. You have to go to the sweets counter and go, I'll have a little bit of that. I think I'll try a bit of that and then see if you can work with that in your life. And if you can't, you go back and you look again through the self-care, pick and mix and decide what's there. And I, I feel like you've been a real ambassador for men, predominantly men as well, who don't know how to open up and talk about their feelings and discover the hacks that you're looking into. But I do also think there is something to be said. I listened to your podcast, Zestology, and it was really insightful how you're searching, even though you've found, you've almost found your perfect balance, but you're still always looking. And I think that's also a key to the self-care that you promote. It's all part of the pick and mix, isn't it? I, mean, <laughs> I just, you know, I'm sort of, a bit. I, I think I was just telling you beforehand, I've just ordered these ridiculous looking glasses, but I'm in my 40s. My eyes are not as good as they used to be. And I'm thinking, I don't want to wear glasses. I'm going to try and get them better again. So I've ordered these things that look like glasses and you put them around your, your head and they shine three minutes of infrared light into your eyes every day. And the theory is that you might not be able to reverse presbyopia, uh -huh. but you might be able to maintain the vision you've got improve it a little bit with exercises as well and not wear glasses in the future. That is the sort of thing that pick and mix. Some people will be like, yeah, great. And some people will be like, come on, mate. Just give me a pair of glasses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's true. But, yeah. you know, the choice is the word, isn't it? The choice that you present is what I think is about. And I think that's what you're, you've taught me just by following a lot of the work that you're doing is the choices there. If you want to try it, try it. If you don't want to try it, don't. And I think when you hear somebody say that, you do tend to want to try it more. And I didn't think I would, but I'm going to say here and now, I will, as of tomorrow, start a three-day low histamine tolerance diet to see if it is for me. That'd be me. great. Yeah, yeah, I'd really like to see, just to find out. Do you ever Have you ever taken CBD? No, I've, I mean, everyone, again, this is another thing. This is another one I want this you to This is another try. fad. For sleep. Since we've mentioned sleep, right? Have a, a few drops of CBD just before you go to sleep. Oh, it's lovely. What does it? What's the difference? It's the non-psychoactive part of can cannabis or hemp. Uh huh. Um, and you know, it's very mainstream. You can get it in Holland and Barrett. You get it everywhere now. And for a lot of people, it sort of takes the edge off a little bit. For me, I find I just sleep a little bit deeper at night when I take it. 
Wow. Yeah, so lovely little hack. Is it like Rescue Remedy? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> As an actor, before we go on stage, you go, a couple of drops of Rescue Remedy. Oh, really? And then you feel like, I think it's more of a like psychological yeah. boost. But yeah, I, I mean, this is this is exactly what I want to know about these sort of new things and tri- tip, tips and tricks that I can try. So yeah, I'll do that. So that leads me to one of the... Um, main parts of our podcast which is can you tell our listeners your top five self-care tips yeah well i told you i was a bit of a geek yeah and me and my wife have two whatsapp groups that are dedicated to tracking how long we meditate for each day and how long we work out for each day because those are the two things it's not i mean it's not particularly life-changing hack is it meditation or working out but those are the things that just make me feel good every day Wow. And when you're sort of out working like we are today, I've come to Bristol, you know, not, but I'm going to try and find a chance for a workout at some point because I know I feel better when I do that. And because I'm quite competitive, we compete against each other in a WhatsApp group. Great. <laughs> this is like the kids with their streaks, you know, when the kids have got like, let's yeah. keep a streak going and no one wants to drop the ball. You know, doing something like that with your wife, that's a tip yeah. in itself. But you're down with the kids on TikTok now anyway, within Please. your streaks as well. Follow so. me now. Follow me now. I think I've got five <laughs> TikToks in my life. Um, sorry. So that's number one. That's your That's first number one job. and number two, the oh, meditation okay, and the working out. Great. Absolutely. And, and as many steps as possible. Mm-hmm. Number three, as you know, I run my own business. And this is something I'm playing with at the moment. Um, doing as much work as I can in the gym, on the treadmill. It sort of works. Well, actually Actually work. at working while I'm walking. Emailing while yeah. you're on the treadmill. Yeah. So you can, so you hold on with one hand to the treadmill yeah. and you do all your emails and you dictate and stuff on the other hand. Or on the bike, there's a little sort of plinth where you can put your phone and that works well as well. Just because I know when I'm moving, I feel better and I have better ideas as well. Wow. You know, if you spend like eight hours just hunched over your laptop, yeah, how you feel you, afterwards? Yeah, and you oh, feel it's it. Awful. Yeah, like that. That's why I'm trying to work more. I mean, the thing is, you can get walking uh, desk treadmills. That's but, very American. But that requires probably an investment that I haven't quite got at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but again, a really good eye-opening tip there. Thanks for that one. Yeah, and your next one? The, the next two are the couple that we've sort of already touched upon, but evening um, for sleep, dialing it down in the evening in terms of light, so uh, warmer lights and maybe turning off the really bright lights in your house and red light filters if you want to go the next step. You can buy red light gels for easily probably less than a fiver and you can put them over some of your lights in the evening and then blue light blocking glasses amazing these are great i mean as far as tips go i haven't heard any of those ones before yeah no they're great and then the final one do you want one another one on sleep or do you want one on skin or give me skin copper peptides on the skin is that Uh, copper that you put on your skin like copper peptides people like putting copper on the skin this is blue and if you Google copper peptides, you'll find a couple of companies. Not, there's not that many out there. But so many of the guests on my podcast have said, it's all about putting copper peptides on your skin for anti-aging, for longevity. Wow. But it's supposed to be brilliant for uh, wrinkles and for smoothing out blemishes as well. You know, one of the things with my histamine intolerance is I sort of got red patches on my skin. And I think they've got a bit better. Uh-huh. So um, the copper peptides is a good one as well. Oh, well, you heard it first here. Yeah. Guys, listen news it's a breaking news moment <laughs> from our sky tv reporter <laughs> copper peptides yeah. I'm, I'm all for that it's good for hair apparently it's even better for hair regrowth on the on the scalp as well 
Um, that's not something I need yet, but I've been using it for the skin and I like it. So, yeah. Tony, thank you so much. I mean, <laughs> genuinely, I've gone through a little self-care student journey with you. Yeah. I've got so many more things to do because of this chat and ideas that you've opened up to me. Um, thank you so much. You've been such an enlightening guest and I really hope everybody follows what you're doing more. Yeah, thank you for having me. No I'll, worries. I'll be following you on TikTok. Always, thank you. <laughs> I just wanted to finish by thanking my partners at Leafyard for helping me bring you this podcast. Leafyard is an amazing mental health and well-being application which helps you to change the way you think in order to change the way you feel. It uses behavioural science techniques to motivate you to make small daily changes and develop healthy habits that lead you to feeling better every day. It really is so easy to use and it offers a great range of tools and techniques that mean it can work for everyone, whether you're struggling or whether you just want a bit of extra help to keep your brain in great condition. Leafyard are passionate about helping people to look after themselves and try new self-care techniques, which is why they're offering my listeners 20% off their subscription using the code SINETRA at checkout or by visiting leafyard.com forward slash SINETRA. Everyone can try Leafyard free for 14 days, so why not give it a try? <laughs>